Welcome back to the Murdy Creative Co. Podcast. I'm your host, Colin Murdy, and today's topic is inventory management debacle. But first, I want to say thank you to everyone who supported the company so far. If you haven't got a chance, go check us out on the web at murdycreative.co. That's M-U-R-D-Y creative.co. Or you can check us out on Facebook and Instagram by searching at murdycreative.co to see the best of our product shots. Follow us to keep up to date with our daily photos and be the first one to know about new product launches. You can also use the subscribe button at the bottom of our website to be included in all of our new product announcements. Be sure to check out our laser engraving, personalization options, and exclusive colors on our website, or you can get a blank one on Amazon Prime. All right. This is one of those topics that's been around, oh, I guess it's been over a year now. It has been an issue for the company, and I have been trying to solve this for a long time. To give you a little bit of back end of this story, one of the big issues with inventory for us is that we don't do inventory in a traditional sense because the product we make is not traditional in a lot of ways. First thing is, in a traditional inventory management system, something comes in in a box, and that box has a SKU number associated with it, and then when someone buys that SKU, you take the box off the shelf and you ship it out, right? That's kind of, it's obviously there's a lot more complicated inventory management systems than that, and that's not the only one out there, but It's a very common one, especially in the world of e-commerce. Something specific, list is on the store for something specific, and then it's gone. That's not the way we work. Obviously, we're a manufacturer at heart. We make things. So we take raw materials like leather and bolts and paper and pens and a bazillion other things. Over 200 raw materials go into our product. We combine those materials with labor and obviously create something that we then ship out makes it hard then to create out-of-stock things and to change inventory management systems because, for example, a Da Vinci Anatomy slim-cut binder in espresso. The raw materials that go into that are very similar to the raw materials that go into a chestnut slim-cut binder or even closer, an espresso slim-cut binder. So the problem is when you have a website like ours, when you run out of one thing, do you put everything out of stock? On the other hand, when you don't have a system to manage it, how do you keep track of it, right? How do you know when you're running out of stock? So to properly tell the story, let's go back. Let's turn the clock back to like early to late 2019. So actually, you got to go back farther than that. 2018, we started the company. My wife and I started the company out of a one bedroom in an apartment, the apartment we lived in, in 2018. It was February of 2018. So almost exclusively on Amazon for the beginning. It wasn't really until August of that year that we got a website up and rolling and that the website became really popular. It got a lot of traffic. Well, during Christmas of that year, it was literally just my wife and I. We didn't have our child, thank God, but doing all of the making and manufacturing for Christmas. Well, what that meant was from 6.30 to 7 in the morning, we'd get up, we'd get the engravers going, and those engravers would run nonstop until usually 11.30 at night. And just from, that was from Black Friday through, I think at that time it was like January 15th. It was just all day long, every day, seven days a week. And part of the problem when you're doing that is when you're making things rapidly, you don't realize you're out of stock of something until you go to pull it off the shelf and it's gone. And at that point with what we were doing, we were so far behind that, that would be, there'd be another 20 orders that needed that thing and it ran out. And so we had to rush ship it overnight frantically trying to get it in time for Christmas, and that was our life in 2018. 2019 rolled around, and we knew this was going to be an ongoing issue that wasn't going to go away. 
And so for all of 2019, we'd actually done a pretty decent job keeping track of things uh, manually. We actually brought on Meryl that summer and Meryl, because of the brilliant nature of her own personal responsibility, built a system to manage and track the inventory without my prompting at all. Uh, I think it was mostly for her sanity, but it was a wonderful piece of software and it was a great, great thing for us. But it required us to manually enter when things were brought in, when things went out and all of the other stuff. It was a very time consuming task. And over the course of the next two years or the year and a half, Meryl's job kind of grew and grew and grew to basically all she was doing was keeping that system going. And obviously that's a lot of time and it was pre- pre- presented a challenge in, in its core. So I, we, we are one of the Wix um, enterprise users. So Wix is our, our payment provider, our software provider for our website. We're one of their enterprise users, which means we have a dedicated rep. And so I brought it up at the time. This is probably early 2019. I brought it up with our rep at the time. And he said he would look into it. And then we kind of worked with them a little back and forth. And we didn't really have much progress on that. And then we got a new rep when that rep was promoted. So we got a new rep. And that new rep we brought on in the summer of 2020. Now, 2019 was a long Christmas. I've done podcasts about that. Um, But one of the reasons why it was so long was because we were just so far behind and we we were just constantly, it was just stressful all the time trying to keep on top of the manual count of our inventory, which obviously is a very silly way to do things. So when I, when we brought out our new rep, whose name was Alex, I said, Alex, we have to get this solved. This is the issue for our company right now. This is the big problem that keeps me up at night and makes it very difficult for us to, to function and to grow. And he said, okay, we'll work on it. He said, we can, we can make that happen. So what he ended up doing was he ended up getting started on the back end with his, you know, the, the Wix team and saying, hey, you know, what do we have as far as third-party providers? What can we do as far as building out something custom? Because that was an, another discussion we'd had was maybe we do something custom. And so the team, obviously, the Wix team was not keen on doing a custom solution, mostly because that required a lot of work on their part and they weren't necessarily getting paid anymore for it. And with custom solutions for anyone who's ever dealt with software before, it requires a ton of upkeep and it kind of ruins your ability to, to keep innovating on the overall grand scale because you also, that you know, your innovation on the big scale may ruin some custom solution you built and you have to correct that and fix that. So they were not keen on doing a custom solution. And so what ended up happening was that we had gotten connected with one of their third parties that they'd had. And their third party, we talked with them. And the, and the main stumbling block at the time was the fact that any one raw material could go into 30 different products. And that doesn't include our custom order, right? So we have obviously a lot of custom orders that we do. A large portion of our catalog is custom orders, which obviously expire and retire over time. But at the time we had a thousand custom orders with over 10,000 combinations. So when, for example, the half-inch bolts that we use would run out of stock, that could, that could cascade out and put literally 100,000 SKUs out of stock, potentially. Well, the third party initially said, hey, we'll get this done. We can build this out. Our, our system is built to do this. And it was like that for two weeks. I was very excited. We were going to have a solution. This was going to be great. And then that didn't happen. They came back to us and pulled the rug out from underneath and said, you know what? We actually looked at it. And to do what you're talking about would completely crash our system. We'd, we, wouldn't be, we wouldn't be able to make it happen. 
That was very upsetting. It was very difficult. However, it brought us back to the drawing board and it really made us think about what do we actually want? What were we really after? And I realized, and Marilyn and I spent a lot of time talking about this, trying to figure out what what we were really looking for. And when we came to the realizations, we didn't actually want a system to automatically put these items out of stock. Because the problem with that is you can't sell something that's out of stock. And for us, a lot of times we're getting the materials within days or a couple of days. And the thing that has the longest lead time, of course, is our leather. So even if we were to run out of something out of a specific color of leather, we didn't want it to go out of stock because we'd have it coming and we'd want to sell it. So we realized we wanted to not put things out of stock. We wanted to put them back ordered. And more precisely, we needed to control physically what that back ordered tag would be each time so that we could appropriately put something out in back order for the proper time frame that it would be back ordered. And we went back to Wix and said, hey, this is kind of how we want to change it. And they said, well, we don't really have necessarily a good system of tracking the inventory, but there is a, a tool you can use to put something out of stock or, or to, to change something like that, right? The label. Because for me, I wanted it to be so that it was a label in the drop-down menu. So for example, rather than it being like choose between espresso, chestnut, slate, Bordeaux, and onyx, it would be, it would literally, we'd change it so that it says espresso back ordered one to two weeks. The title of the item changed in the drop-down from the variant. That way it would show up on your, you'd have to select it on the product page. You'd have to show up in your cart. And when you got your order confirmation, it would have that on your order confirmation. because. If any of you have ever dealt with customer service and orders, there can be some amnesia by the customer when they order something that's back-ordered and then want it sooner than when it's available. Um, so having that in all of those places was critical, and, and we struggled for months trying to figure out a good solution to that. And for a long time, they said it wasn't possible. And then one of their programmers, almost on accident, said, hey, by the way, do you know about our ability to import-export products? Like, no. So she showed us Wix hasn't the ability for us to literally check a box and export the product as a raw data CSV file, which literally exports the entire product listing in its, um, how do I describe it? It's in the way that it's stored in their database, right? So it's not pretty and it's difficult to manage and it's a little more difficult to navigate, but that particular raw piece of information could then be exported into something like a CSV that then we could manipulate in Excel or Numbers or Google Sheets, we could, accept, we, could, we could manipulate the data and we could upload it back into their system and it would just automatically overwrite the pre-existing one and it would be a way for us to update a whole bunch of things all at once. Once we discovered that, we were excited because we could now relatively quick, it used to take us like several hours to put something back order and it would require a lot of human entering of data, which obviously, as many of you know, is where error is, happens. It's when humans have to type in the same number over and over, it can cause a lot of error. So what we ended up doing was we created a faster way of doing it using this, right? We created templates that allow us to do this. We could now do something that would normally take us two or three hours to do, could be done in maybe five minutes, not even. We had the control we wanted. So now we have a system where we have the control of how to display things on the site, right? We have the ability to change the name of a label to specifically say backordered and the, the, how we want to phrase it, right? That was exciting. That was a big deal. We still have the problem of tracking it, right? Because when you've got as many SKUs as we've got, you've got as many parts as we've got, it's very difficult to keep track of everything. Finally, I was 
um, going around in the back end of what was then called Corvid, which was the name of their custom software programming. So uh, Wix has their own programming language, which is just JavaScript, basically, that allows you to build custom applications with on, on top of their platform. Now, it's not unlimited, but it's pretty good. And a lot of people, Corvid at the time was relatively new still. They renamed it to Velo after um, COVID came out because that was, that was a branding issue. Um, and for those of you who paid really close attention to the beginning of our, our beginning of the COVID outbreak, um, I called it our COVID-19 response on accident because I just didn't realize it wasn't the same thing um, or didn't realize it accidentally done it. So they changed it from COVID to Velo. But I'd found in the original version some examples of the ways to implement, implement a Google API push so that Wix could push data from its own website to Google through an API push. And I was like, I think this might work. It was at this point, I mean, we're talking middle of November of 2020. We were desperate to get this up and rolling before Christmas because this was going to be a huge, huge system that needed to work. It needed to happen. So what we'd end up doing was we worked with one of their programmers. We were able to get the Google API push built into the cart page of our website. So when people bought something, it pushed the order information through the cart page to our Google API and dropped it in a Google Sheet. From there, we could build our own custom data manipulation software, right? We built out a whole Google spreadsheet that basically says, go to, you know, takes the order data, which is just essentially a log, just a ticker log. It says, go copy that information, paste it to the general ledger, go look up the SKU specific to that order on our SKU lookup table, and then once you find that SKU in the SKU lookup table, draw all of the raw materials that it needs and deduct it from the totals. And so that allowed us to basically keep track of our inventory in a very real way, in real time, very quickly, and it was excellent. It was a great start. It didn't work right away particularly well. And we realized after working with our, our programmers that part of the reason why is because there was a, uh, an asynchrony in the way that the API push worked on our website because sometimes the push would happen before the order data had actually been fully stored in Wix, and so it wouldn't push properly. Through our working with our programmers at Wix, we were able to get it solved. And so now we've been able to custom build our own solution. And while Google Sheets, I would admit, probably isn't the best piece of software to do this with from a, for a couple of reasons. Obviously, it's got its limitations um, on its own capabilities. It's also got its limitations in what it can, I mean, it can only handle so much data, right? There's only so much data that it can, it can work with at a time. And there's also the problem of, it's a Google, it's a basically a, a, an Excel sheet in many ways. So there's, there's the formulas are, are built into the cells themselves. And so it's very easy for someone to go in and overwrite a formula and screw the whole system up, right? So it's not a good end solution. However, I would say that it's a good middle solution because it's very dynamically adaptable. So we can rewrite things on the fly as we need to change them. And it's good for this particular stage of the process because it's through use that you can figure out how things work or don't work, right? It's through using them that you figure out, oh, we needed to actually add this as well. So one of the big reasons that we've, or one of the big things that we've been using this platform for now is continuing to test its capabilities and, and putting more functionality that we think we need into it. For example, one of the issues we've always had is that we have a general sense of a percentage of the raw material cost for the overall retail price of something, right? We know well, we charge $100 for this, so it costs us about this as a general rule, as an overall percentage, but that's not very accurate from a, a profitability standpoint. It's hard to know how much on any day we've spent on raw materials for the goods that were, that were sold that day. 
The advantage of this system is we can actually put the raw cost of the materials into the system as well. And so not only can it deduct the raw materials from the count of the raw materials, it can actually assign a cost to making that specific SKU, which allows us, using the data we can pull from it, to actually on the fly, in real time, say, this was what this order brought in, this is how much we paid for shipping, this is how much we paid for tax, this is how much we paid for the materials themselves, and this is obviously the cost of labor that's associated with that making that thing. And from there, we can develop an actual profit per SKU, per order, uh, which is a much, much more fine detailed tool for helping us decide what we think is the best thing to stock more of or stock less of, you know, things that are more expensive to carry. It helps us predict um, our actual costs in a much more real-time way, which allows us to be better suited and organized from our financing perspective. Uh, and it actually allows us to have a better sense of what, pro what types of products are maybe causing us to drag or are causing us to excel in ways that we may not have anticipated or seen before because the averages kind of hide the outliers. And if there's a lot of an outlier of a specific type, it can throw off your numbers and you may not know it till too late. So we're excited about this new system and it's been a huge success and I'm very excited about what it's been able to do so far and probably within the next five to six months, we'll probably completely replace it with something more like a, a Microsoft Flow for the, um, the, the formula calculations into something like a SharePoint, something, that, that, something that's designed to handle a lot more data in a much more complicated way. We'll probably integrate it with Microsoft Power BI or one of the other uh, data crunching softwares to be able to get better and better analytics. But for the moment, it's been a great tool for us to be able to build this. In. And this is this saga that just has been ongoing for the last, well, two years now. But I'm excited about it because this tool, which is brand new to the company in many ways, I think can really provide us with a, a really accurate um, ongoing view of our inventory. It helps us create much better formulas on predictive analysis uh, and keeping our, our, our ordering far more accurate to what we actually sell. So we've built in some artificial intelligence and by that I see some really rough formulas to calculate in real time what we've sold and you know the up and down of it all to create safety stock levels and you know it, it, the system will now tell us when we need to reorder something which is nice. So we've created a lot of these tools into it. And I think it's going to become a very nice, very powerful tool for us to better, to just run better. We'll have fewer stock outages. We'll have a better handle on the financial side of things. We'll get a better sense of what people are interested in, what people are ordering in real time. And uh, it's going to be a really helpful tool as well to cut down a lot of the labor that was very manual beforehand. So that's a huge win for us. So I'm really excited about it. And I'm hoping to keep you guys updated as we evolve it because it could be something that could be really cool in the future. All right, folks. Thanks for tuning in today. Be sure to check back in on Thursday for our next topic, which is going to be our talk about switching banks. Um, there's been a little snafu slash hitch with us in the midst of moving our banks, and it was a mistake I made early on, um, but it's going to be what it is, and we'll figure it out, and i got to go. I'll tell you more about that on Thursday, uh, but don't forget to check that subscribe button and hit the bell notification if you're on YouTube to be sure to get notified right away. Uh, obviously, if you subscribe to us, that's great, but it, the notifications are far more important to let you guys know when we, we post new podcasts, which we're trying to keep on top of for Tuesdays and Thursdays. If you have any questions or concerns about your leather binder, journal, folio, accessory, anything we sell, uh, ask about our, you feel free to contact us on the main page of our website at murdycreative.co or you can contact us via Instagram and Facebook. Uh, you can text, email, call, direct message, all the usuals. We'll do our best to get back to you as soon as possible. We do appreciate your patience. Uh, Facebook and Instagram is a slower way to get a hold of us. I know it seems like it would be faster, but there's just so many messages and they take so long to get through. Uh, so email is probably the best kind of reliable way to get a hold of us. And then if you've got a quick question or a quick 
an update to your order, you need to change your address or you, you accidentally typed your name in wrong, which happens a lot, uh, feel free to shoot us a phone call or a text message to our number 414-434-9001. You can text or call that number from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Central Standard Time, Monday through Friday. That's 414-434-9001. So check that out. Uh, if you think we deserve it, a good review can go a long way to help us grow our new community. Leaving a review on the podcast app, whatever you're listening on, or on YouTube, just leaving a good comment below. Uh, that means a lot to us. We really appreciate that. We definitely read them. But if you read, if you want to really help us a lot, go leave a podcast, a review, sorry, on the product itself. Uh, you can go to murdycreative.co slash reviews, or you can go to facebook.com slash murdycreative.co slash reviews. And you can leave a review there. Those reviews, um, we read them, we love them. They're super helpful. There's a, you know, those, it's a great way for people to get a sense of what we do and what we make and really understand the quality of it because that's something that's often hard to tell on the internet. So uh, that means a lot to us. It really does. If you have a concern that would make you leave a bad review, please reach out to us first. Give us the opportunity to fix it. We really seriously stand by a, a deep desire to make sure that you're happy and we want to make the purchase a good decision, something you really are happy about. So whatever would cause you to leave a bad review, let us, let us fix it. We really will. Um, so reach out to us if you have that. Uh, if you want to help us grow in your community, word of the mouth is the best form of advertising. It's always been so. Tell your friends, but if you want to get a little something for doing that, go to the top of our website and click login. All you need to do is give us your email and a password to create an account. Once you have that account and you're signed in, you get 5% back as loyalty points on any purchase you make. But you can also... When you share the shareable link in the bottom left-hand side, so at the bottom left-hand corner, there's going to be a little rewards button. If you click on that, there's going to be a shareable link there. If you use that shareable link to send your friends to our website, they get $5 off their first purchase and you get $5 of in-store credit when they purchase. So it's a great way to share the company and get a little something for doing that. It really helps us, means the world to us. We're very happy to do it and we really appreciate um, all of those who've done that for us. Um, if you have any podcast topics you want to hear about, I am happy to talk about it. There's a lot going on here. There's a lot of topics, but at the same time, I mean, for, for me, this is a big way for me to help showcase and share the behind the scenes of what it means to run a small business with you guys. So if you got something specific you're curious about, reach out, leave it in the comments, send me an email. Uh, I do read those and I really appreciate it. And uh, all of those topics make it easier for me to come up with what to talk about next. So if you got something you're after, let me know. If you're looking for multiple binders, journals, folios, anything we sell for gifts, giveaways, menus, really any reason, ask about our bulk discounts available. The minimum order quantity for our bulk discount starts at five, and that could be five of one thing or one of five things. It's just based off of the cart total. Uh, and you can, that bulk discounts gets bigger as you buy more quantity. We can also do custom orders. So custom engraved orders with logos, designs, things like that, as long as they're not copyright protected or we have permission. Uh, all you need to do to get that is to send a, an email to sales, S-A-L-E-S, at merdycreative.co with the design and what you're interested in. For the custom orders, there's no minimum order quantity. You can order just one of one of our products with your company logo or something like that if you want. Uh, it's just a flat fee per item, so it's not that bad. And what you can do is you can get um, either one of those things, no, no minimum order quantities, or if you want to get more than five of those things, you can get a custom order with a bulk discount as well. So definitely reach out to us if you're interested in that, and we're happy to help. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Have a great day, and goodbye.